0: You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarapp.com. Now, here are your hosts: Fantasy Baseball Experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P. Joe Pizapia, and welcome to another wonderful edition of On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it's Chris Meany, and we're talking MLB DFS. That's a lot of letters, Chris. I I don't know how I feel about
1: that. (laughs) That is six letters. We are on the ball here this morning. MLB DFS. MLB DFS. Yes, that's right. And
0: and lots of action. Lots of early action today. What's that? What? Oh yeah, oh that tons. Uh, it, there's so much going on, Chris. There's so much going on. We got football starting up, and I'm reminding everybody too. Even though people are starting to report to training camp, Hard Knocks is going to be on soon. That means you got to get prepared and get ready for me and Chris Mini, not just baseball here in the Line Star app. We're doing football, so get your Line Star app now. Download it. Start using it for NFL. Look at the tools and start getting familiar with everything and how things run over here. And while you're at it, go pick yourself up a new fantasy football black book 2019. Good stuff there. Just number one uh, football book to read by Book Authority in 2019. Just. Not a bad. That's right. Not fantasy, boys and girls, but football. How about that, Chris Meadie?
1: <laughs> killing it, man! On top of the we're mountain, it. crushing it. We're yes, crushing it. we're in the. Congrats, the as I said yesterday, that's just a, that's a huge honor. It really is. So, um, yeah. If anybody just if you're snoozing, wake up. We get the book. Yeah, Football's you're here. You're
0: snoozing, you're losing. And the pre snap show with me and Chris Meadie. That's going to be back in a couple weeks in August. I'm super excited about that. Can't wait to talk football with my boy here, Chris mm-hmm. Meany. So let's fly around yesterday because it was a day of of big-time arms, and Strasburg was the top of it, and Strasburg certainly has a game. Poor Peter Lambert can't catch a break, so we were right about that. We were right about Dakota Hudson. He got his 10th win. We are on fire with him, and Goldschmidt went yard again. So we've been crushing the only things – it's so funny, Chris. The only things you ever like from the Cardinals are Goldschmidt on certain occasions and Dakota Hudson. And we had them both in the same night last night.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty spot on. Uh, Dakota Hudson's getting no love. I, I tried him out in the in it was a smaller tournament, but his ownership was under three percent. Um, so, yeah, he's getting no love. You know what? Yesterday was just as we're running through all the games phenomenal day in baseball. There were a lot of just great endings. I mean, that Twins yeah. and Yankees game was just lights out. I mean, twenty six runs.
0: Well, it was nice it, that the Yankees at the end, you know, they went
1: for two. You know, yeah, they game. went for two. <laughs> yeah. they went for the two point conversion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah, end, what no, just like a, a a game ending catch from Aaron Hicks in center field that would have you know forced the game to eleven innings. We had a walk off with Pablo Sandoval, the Giants again. The Giants again. This team is just rolling. I think they're like seventeen and three in their last twenty. And then we had a play at the plate in LA in the Freeway Series. Cole Calhoun through a Cody Bellinger. So we had some games at the very end, just some a lot of exciting games and a lot of aces did well, like Trevor Bauer and Chris Sale, like and Aaron Nola. But unfortunately. I mean, that game lasted 15 innings. We didn't get the yeah. W's from those, from those pitchers. That was yeah. We got a W we from the Sale. Wins. So that was good. That was, you didn't get, you got the W from Sale in Strasburg. You
0: didn't get it from, uh, from Bauer and you didn't from get Manola. it from Paddock either. So uh, tricky there. Uh, Robinson know with a three home run performance. You're right. It was a great night for baseball. It was super fun. Yeah. Uh, you had two home runs from uh, Olsen you had
1: uh, what else did you have that was? That really was another fun? game I'll... that went to extras. Oh yeah. yeah, another
0: one. And and how you know yesterday? What I believe the words I said were: Didi Gregorio should be mandatory in your lineup. Yes, yes I believe the did. word mandatory in every lineup you do on Fanduel, and he went yard. Now I should have picked him as my yard work too, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I picked Reese Hoskins who had a good game and was he the hero. Did. He was. But at the same time, you know, I, I guess you know, you can't be right every
1: day. No, you can't. Runs, A couple other things too. I'm trying. I'm trying. You are trying. <laughs> you are trying. give you that effort. You are trying. I mean, you're nailing them every other day. So, uh, you know, as that game kept going on, I was like, "Joe's going to get this home run from Hoskins, absolutely." But you're right; he was the hero there. How about Atlanta and Kansas City? We had 11 strikeouts from Duffy, and then Dallas Keuchel. Uh, top that with 12 strikeouts <laughs> that was just uh, yeah. yeah pitcher's duel and then 14 runs from the Reds and which you about- were all
0: over by the way you Chris Meany you were all over the Reds yesterday especially Suarez again he hit his 27th bomb Winker hit his 14th so you you crushed that again Davies was your target and you absolutely you know you lit him up
1: I was happier about getting five runs for Miami. Curtis Granderson with the home run there. We had Walker you know, the with. thing, it's like, it's and Ramirez. And
0: Harold yes. Ramirez, my guy, finally, Harold Ramirez And yeah, Maybe a we, weeks. they
1: should lead him off. Like, he led off yesterday uh, for Miami. Maybe they should lead him well, off. He I mean, yeah, the they dropped eight him eight down. Yeah. I'm pissed.
0: They dropped him down to the bottom of the order. It was kind of annoying. Uh, the one thing that really shook me that we didn't expect that we certainly wasn't looking for was uh, Rodney and Odor in his two home runs. Your boy. So Chu, <laughs> Mazar, and Odor all went yard. And usually we kind of just, you know, we see the left yeah. against the Rangers and we fade away from it. I, I have no regrets, no regrets. Yeah. No,
1: none. Yeah, he's that, got three so. in the first two games of the series. I am um, I just want to get out there. I'm not a fan <laughs> of the Tor, but I love I just, the cheap price. I don't want negative no, PR
0: on Chris Media here. <laughs> That's it. it's I'm a joke. not a it's, fan of I'm holding up a sarcasm guys. sign.
1: Yes. Yeah, I know. Okay. Actually, I did like when he uh, he laid out Batista, but um, – you know. <laughs> either way, I I, I, I yeah everyone loved that. I just always love that little low price, right? He kind of fits into that ring. He's not as good as Goldsmith or you know Ramirez or some of those other low guys. Ben attendee, Chris Davis that we've been talking about. He does fit that bill though of like a cheap bat who either strikes out or hits home runs. It's all he does, and he swings for the fences like every time he swings. <laughs>
0: All right, let's get at it, because like you said, Chris, there were our ton of day games today on the slate, so we really got to get going. I mean, it's nearly in half here. Uh, <clears throat> look, it's David Price against Charlie Morton. Let's start with that one. Uh, I'm going to lean towards Charlie Morton. He's just been so good. I feel like he can get the job done, and even though he's a little bit more expensive on DK than Price, I think that's the way I want to lean in this matchup. Usually the 50-50 I run away from, but in this case, Charlie Morton's just been so solid. I don't know. It's just... This is, this is not one where I can like point and say, yeah, it's because of this number or that number or anything like that. This is more one of those gut instinct things. Now he's more expensive on FanDuel as well. 9.8 compared to David Price is nine. So how do you feel about this? Are you running away from this matchup or are you picking a side too?
1: Yeah, I'm going to run away. But if I, if I had to pick a side, it would be Charlie Morton. You're right. He's just been, he's been phenomenal. And David Price hasn't gone deep in, into ballgames at all this season. And it's not that he it's because he hasn't pitched well. He has, I mean, he, he wasn't great in his last start, but he's been he's been fairly consistent all, all year long. But, you know, you have to get into this game if, you know, it's really weird. Like there's a showdown on DraftKings. You got to play the all day on FanDuel. So it's it's tough to even get involved in this game. But I was looking at Price. He's only pitched seven innings once so far this season.
0: Well, that's it, my whole thing is I feel like yeah. Morton will outlast pretty much yeah. anybody nowadays. And then him in that ballpark and the bottom half of that lineup from the Red Sox is very, very Easily to handle so I mean yeah, I, I'm agreed. gonna Go with Charlie Morton on this side and I think the yep. ownership Will be lower and especially There's not a lot of other great options because you got John Gray and Feedy going against each other uh, That one's in Washington I don't like John Gray on the road I've made that note. you know you Think you would but it's mm-hmm. a giant trap so Run away from it Then you got Justin Verlander, who's super expensive. He's 11K against the A's, which I have no problem with. I mean, that's the chalky of the chalk today. But a 12-1 on DK, that's super expensive. I'd rather have Charlie Morton to kind of lead that rotation. Uh, Do you look at it, just be safe, don't be stupid, don't get fancy, and just pay up for Verlander?
1: Yeah, pay up for Verlander. Um, Again, like if you're playing on FanDuel, it's – these these early slates usually they're Thursdays and and sometimes we do a show on Thursday and sometimes we don't. But there's an Not all this Thursday. Slate. There's like three games. Yeah, Thursday. there's nothing. That's why <laughs> Not you know for the weekend edition. <laughs> you, you're right. So like on Fanduel, there's an all day where you can get involved with Morton and you can be a little bit different. You get him contrarian like you talk about. There's a very early only, and then there's an early only. So there's some weird slates over on Fanduel. But if you're playing on DraftKings and just the early, there's a couple pitchers that stand out. Obviously Verlander is one, but. How about Vince Velasquez? I mean, I know it's he's not phenomenal, but look at the price tag. He's six two on DraftKings.
0: Well, he's my he's pairing. six four on FanDuel. I I think if you're going to pay up for Verlander, you got to mitigate something, and I think the way you do that is with Velasquez. I actually think that's spot on. I I he was the next guy on the list to talk about, and against Jordan Zimmerman, you would hope that the Phillies can hit him and make that work because just seen at home against Lucas Sims, don't love that. No, Mike Minor, no, no. I I like Mike Miner. Yeah, I like Mike Minor too. But yeah. he's, he's 10-4. That's a yeah. lot. Like, if I'm going to spend 10, I might as well have Morton. That's, no, that's right. my problem. You yeah, know, when, you, when right. Mike Minor was at 9K, I was loving all the, all the Mike Minor, But now it's different. John Lester on the road has not been good this year. He's been excellent, excellent at Wrigley. Away from Wrigley against the Giants. I don't love this at all. Not that I think Tyler Beatty is much. And John Means has been hit around a little bit lately. So when you're looking at this day slate, I think it's very, very simple. I mean, we'll get to the offense first. But... We like to do the pitching here. I think you go Verlander and Velasquez, like you said, Chris, or you go with Charlie Morton. And I don't know. I I don't love doing this, but I think this might be one of those cases. Again, we do it very rarely where maybe it's Morton and Price in the same game because Price is pretty undervalued. And maybe you get two quality starts and a W out of one of them.
1: Yeah, Price is pretty pretty undervalued. I I like it because I feel like this could be – a low scoring game, right? We know about I agree. the race 2 one game written all over it. And yeah,
0: you know, you can't look what are the chances of you getting two victories anyway, out of a pitcher on this slate, looking at the pitchers on this slate. So yeah. why not get the best strikeout performance you can or the best, you know, uh, lack of earned runs you possibly can. And I, I didn't think this originally, but now circling the wagons again, Chris, I think I'm going back into the same game for my secondary pitcher. I either go mid range with price and Morton or mid to high and lock in both and then find some clever offense or I'm going with Justin Verlander and Velasquez that's it for me I'm out
1: yeah no it makes sense I mean this is the third game of the series it's three straight games where Tampa has to face a lefty Erod had a bunch of strikeouts Price had a bunch of or um, Sale had a bunch of strikeouts yesterday and now Price so I feel like it is going to be a low scoring game again you got to get creative with your lineups to get to attack that game from a DFS standpoint you will probably have to do it on FanDuel but you know, Vince Velasquez, for sure, for me, I'm going to have a lot of exposure to him. We're talking about a guy who has a double-digit strikeout rate up against a team who strikes out more than anybody against right-handed pitching. And on the other side of it, they should be able to have success, his team, behind him against Jordan Zimmerman. So I like that as well. And and yeah, I mean, I don't mind Mike Miner, but you're right. 10-4 is pretty pricey, but I mind he him is on up UK. against a ton of lefties.
0: On FanDuel, I really, really like... Uh, Mike Miner is a standalone tournament arm today. So, again, this is all about contests. It's all about what site we're playing on. Mike Miner as a standalone duel tournament arm I like a lot in the day slate. So I will go there because of what you said. It's Mike Leak on the other side. So I want to troll the hell out of him. So let's yeah. talk about offense. Let's start right here in Texas because I would go right back to the Odor well at 2-8 if he's swinging a hop out. He's always been a very streaky player. Jubal yes. Cabrera is 2-8. Uh, Nomar Mazar is a 3-2. There's a lot to like here. Uh, So, uh, to me, it's a Texas Rangers stack for sure. And then, I mean, if you do that, I mean, maybe you can kind of get up to Christian Yelich with some of the bats that I just mentioned because when you got a bunch of guys at 2 8, sometimes that, you know, allows you to go up to the board and you can get a Yelich at home if he's uh, in the lineup today, which he should be. And uh, where else are you looking for for offense? Are we going to try the Phillies again?
1: Yeah, I mean we could I think we could. I mean I think we could try the Phillies again. Bryce Harper, four five, Hoskins four five. I think, you know, you nailed it with Seattle. You kinda of just or um Texas rather, you kinda of just glossed over it. But those are some guys, like you mentioned, Odor, how about Cabrera? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe how about Mazzara who hit a home run yesterday too? Like yeah, these guys have really guys. been struggling all year and we're getting a good price, three seven, three seven. So if you just go like Mazzara, O'Dor, you're right, you could probably get up to a Christian Yelich, or maybe you want to go George Springer or Jordan Alvarez. Like, those guys are super, super pricey. But obviously, like, they're in a really good spot against Bassett, too. Like, this is a guy who struggles on the road. Like, playing in Oakland really helps him out a lot. So, when he gets over on the road, he's he's yeah. allowing bombs. So
0: The Astros, the Astros, kind of hard, I mean, that, that's the other thing, too. Like, I think the Nationals will be in play. I think the Astros will be in play in terms of offenses. I don't love the Phillies offense. But, again, if you're getting some kind of discount with some of these guys, like Real Muto at 2.9 or – You know Hoskins at three nine, it's kind of but Kingery at three three, I really like that price. I think that's a good return on investment at the top of the order. But look, it's 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 very tricky now with that Houston lineup too because everybody's four and above that you want. It
1: is tough. Yeah. So
0: it's really there. There's no quarter there for you, and it's not the kind of slate where you can get you know really fancy with arms. Now, the thing is, the reason I like Mike Miner so much is at the nine point two, I think you can choose one of these better stacks, whether it be Houston and then go down to uh, go down to Texas or maybe it's the Washington nationals and go down to Texas. Those combination. I think that will work today. And I think that, uh, I think they're going to hit John Gray around because if you look at those numbers, Chris, outside of course field, which is ironic, but they have not been yeah. good for John Gray.
1: No, they haven't been good for John Gray. Um, and yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, on Washington too. I mean, they just scored a ton of runs yesterday and they're in a good spot against John Gray, who, you know, he's, he really struggles with command and let's be honest. Uh, He doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Uh, He does have a decent strikeout rate, but yeah, Washington again. The way to do it, Velasquez. You want to go? You want to get Washington and Houston? I find you know Houston. We all know, like everyone listening, very intelligent. All of you,
0: because you're listening to us. That's why.
1: That's why. Yeah, I mean, Houston's good. Houston's great. There's not gonna like. There's nothing we can tell you about the Astros, but I find because they're so good and because they're always high. Like price so high. I know where you're going with this. Yeah, They're just not owned in tournaments. People just gloss them over. They don't don't bother. This is a shock
0: because you have a little condensed version here with the day slate to get involved here and you can make it work. All right, let's go on to the evening. That's enough day talk for now. Let's go to the evening. I got Adam Wainwright against Jordan Lyles here in Pittsburgh. Then Kyle Freeland's back for the second game of the double dip with the Nationals. So Patrick Corbin on the mound here. Everybody knows I'm not in love with Patrick Corbin, but, but Against Kyle Freeland, I think there's a good chance he can come away with the W here tonight. Uh, in terms of that Cardinals game, it's that same deal again. Paul Goldschmidt still three point two, still gonna keep rolling out Paul Goldschmidt until FanDuel wakes up and realizes he's hitting the he's hitting the baseball again. I mean, I don't know what's happening there, but he's four three on DK and he's only three two on yes, the other side. That's a huge, huge difference.
1: Such um, a huge snooze fest. Huge. At the Cardinals I mentioned yesterday they're playing good ball again. They won another one. They're they're right there now for the division. And over on Fanduel, if you're a Fanduel player, we've been saying invest in Fanduel because there's so much value to be had all the time. This is one of those teams I find value. I mean, look at the top: Edmond two seven, Mar- Martinez is two six. You mentioned Goldschmidt, O'Neill is two seven, uh, DeYoung is three five. Like there, there's a lot of guys in there that are just easy on the Fanduel wallet, and I'm I'm going to continue to attack them.
0: All right, uh and look it, look it's it's a no-brainer here. Um I'm going um,
1: yeah, I know Patrick Corbin's
0: going. worth it. Patrick Corbin's worth it. It's it's worth going. All right. Shane Bieber against Marcus Stroman here. That's another one too where I think this is a lock. He's 10-5. Uh Patrick Corbin 10-9. So just trying to start comparing guys. 10-8 for Corbin on FanDuel, 10-1 for Bieber. Uh I like Bieber in in both of these. I prefer it just from the strikeout potential of Bieber, but at the same time, if you want to just lock in the w i think you can lock in the w <laughs> with the nationals whereas 100%. with bieber it's still a little bit of a question because Strowman, i think will be competitive and Strowman's probably also pitching you know a little little audition here for other teams don't you think
1: oh yeah there were i think i i read like a good dozen scouts at least at his, it could last, be his last game it could be it's his good. last game and you know what he's been good he's been good Like he really has. I mean, he's got a 3.06 ERA. I mean, this guy doesn't get into a whole lot of trouble because he keeps the ball on the ground. 57% ground ball rate is, is what he does. And he's pretty good at home too, at the Rogers center, which is a little bit surprising, but I love Shane Bieber. And he's just, we've been talking about him all year long. I mean, he's, he's just a guy that strikes out batters. He also keeps the ball on the ground. I think he could do enough for the win. Like I think i like him a little bit more than Corbin, but Corbin is a good he's he's obviously in a good spot too it's just once you get past those first few hitters and call I mean it's there's a lot of holes in their lineup so either one of these two guys I have no problem with but I'll, I'll lean a little bit of with Bieber because I'll save just a little bit of cash
0: all right diddleson Lomet at 8.4 on DK against Noah Syndergaard on FanDuel he is just 6'6 so he might be a very popular tournament arm look he's got like 19 strikeouts and in 14 innings But the problem is they're all five-inning starts or
1: less. Because he walks everyone. Because he walks everyone. So,
0: look, I'm just saying, everybody, be careful with this, okay? It's a bit of a trap. If you want to do multi-entry and you're going to try it, fine. Noah Syndergaard at 10, I got to fade. I got to fade for Bieber because Bieber's just been so good. Now, that being said, I don't mind Syndergaard, but I'm saying if I got to choose, I'm going to choose Shane Bieber. At the same time, I look at Noah Syndergaard and I say, hey, look, this is an opportunity against the Padres tonight. A lineup that strikes out him out. So that's that's a that's a fair estimation. McNeil at the top of the lineup, I always like at 3-7. Robinson Cano is red hot right now at 2-6. Is another streaky player at 2-6. Just like I told you yesterday, DD should be in all lineups mandatory. I'm going to say the same thing about Cano. All lineups mandatory against I the right tonight. He's red hot. He's a player who's always been very streaky his whole career, so get on that.
1: Yeah, I agree. And so far, Lamette, I know it's a small sample size, but lefty's hitting... 348 against him, and um, yeah, he's just—he's a guy who throws hard, and he struggles with walks, and that's why he doesn't go deep into ball games. But yeah, over his career, a little bit of a larger sample size—61 innings against left-handed uh, hitters and 270, 271 average, 367 Well, But compared to righties, he's limited righties to a 159 average. So I think you're onto something there with Robinson Cano, maybe Dominic Smith. If he gets in the lineup, definitely Jeff McNeil, 100. Uh, so I think actually going against Lamette and that. You know, everyone just uh, yeah, you to might be, be on right. him. Yeah, you're I think right, maybe contrarian, right. little cheap Mets stack here might be the way to go.
0: I think you're right, Chris. I I would definitely attack the other side. All right, what do you think of Brad Keller here against Tehran? Because Brad Keller very quietly has been very good. I think this guy's got some real tournament possibilities tonight. He's my favorite tournament standalone 8.2 Fanduel uh, price tonight. I really like it. The last couple starts have been very good. I think the ownership will be super low as a secondary pitcher on DK six six. Forget about it, baby. I think it's a great opportunity for him and the ownership will be super low because it's Atlanta, but Keller's been quietly pretty good the last couple starts.
1: Yeah, it'll be very, very low. I, I, I won't go there with Keller, but I won't stack against him because I do respect him. I see what you're saying. I mean, he's yeah. got a 52% ground ball rate. He doesn't give up a lot of home runs, only 10 home runs in 125 innings. Really, all the contact that he allows is on the ground. Now, he doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but really, he does. He limits the damage. I mean, go look at the last few starts, two runs, one, one, zero, another zero in there. So I I won't stack Braves, and you know I love the Braves. Um, but I, but I will avoid this whole game because of Brad Keller and how good he's been and how decent he's been over the past, you know, actually, basically all year.
0: Yeah, he's been, but even yeah. of late, like the stretch he's been, and again, it doesn't really show even the box score. But you walk, like go in the deeper stats or you watch him pitch. He's doing the things you're supposed to do, and this is kind of why that little Royals resurgence that you were talking about earlier in the week, where the Royals, you know, kind of you know bubbling around the surface there. Uh, yeah. Zach Gallen is a huge trap tonight again. I get the strikeouts are there, but he's again walks too many guys. He's too inefficient. Still, he's a young pitcher against Reynaldo Lopez. If anything, you're going to go for the offense in this game. Uh, looking again on the Fanduel sides, where you're going to get some value: Jose Abreu with three five, Moncada three seven, all very reasonable. Uh, anything else from this game, Chris, that pops to you?
1: I-, I would go back to Curtis Granderson again. I mean, I talked about yesterday. We I, I just mentioned him yesterday, and then in the TQE. I was, I was really just going hard on Miami. <laughs> it didn't work out as nicely as I wanted, but I paired them up with Sale. Uh, I just had them paired up with the Braves, who didn't do anything. But Curtis Granderson is $2,000 on FanDuel. Two thousand dollars, like That's it doesn't crazy. get any cheaper than that. Yeah. A lefty righty matchup here with wear.
0: Lopez, and look, Harold Ramirez is two eight. That's another guy too, where you can go down there. you,
1: I, I mean, you can get Anderson Cooper and Curtis Grander, uh, Granderson for under six k. Like I love that you said, like, Anderson
0: Cooper, and you almost yeah, need I know. It like the, <laughs> I know,
1: like the CNN. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I was just like, what I am know, I? Going? I
0: think Anderson Cooper is worth a lot more <laughs> than that. I could tell you that he's worth a lot more than two thousand. Yeah, uh, dollars let's go to the Twins and. Yankees here, Jay Hap against Jake Odorizzi. Now this is there's been a oh, ton of runs the last couple of games. Got to be
1: runs in this game, right? I gotta
0: say, like I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we said that this was gonna be the the series where it's gonna be just a s ton of runs being scored, and so far we've been right. <laughs> yeah, we. Have. I'm gonna think it's gonna happen again because Odorizzi's kind of fallen off a bit. I I think people will see an opportunity here, but I'm running away from this from the pitching standpoint. But let's go in on the offense again. Let's go in on DD at two point nine on FanDuel. Lieber Torres at three, six Luke void at three, six. I mean, there's a lot to like there. Uh, I, I'm just, you know, look, just, just get in there, get in on the Yankee side. And on the twin side, it's Rosario at three, eight is a, is a great bargain. I mean, you're just seeing him in the mid four.
1: Range. Yeah. Yeah. And to a couple bombs yesterday too. And Maybe again, it's a lefty lefty
0: thing, but like, is Jay hap long for this game? Probably not.
1: No, yeah, I mean, he shouldn't be. There's going to be there's nearly 40 runs scored in the first two games of the series, guys. Like honestly, <laughs> wants, it's yeah. Watch, I mean, it's going to
0: be one-one. It's going to yeah. be one-one in the 12th inning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who knows? It might be. But you'd be silly to avoid it, and and people are avoiding it. They're just looking for other stacks. And I know there's some expensive bats in here, but there's some runs. I mean, we're looking at a team total five-five uh, for the Yankees and five-one for the Twins. I think everything applies. You said DD. I mean, I'm looking at Fanduel prices again. I'd over there. Voight is 3-6. Torres is 3-6. Aaron Hicks is 3-7, who led off yesterday. And then on the other side, we have Garver who hits lefties. Well, we just talked about him two days ago. Crushes lefties. And he has a great matchup. Nelson Cruz crushes, crushes lefties. You mentioned Eddie Rosario's price discount. So no, a couple bombs yesterday. And then if you want that that DD bat, that value bat on the other side, Minnesota has one. Maybe not. The ceiling isn't as high, but Marwin Gonzalez is only 2-8. He moves around the order. Sometimes he's up in the three spot. Sometimes he's hitting cleanup. Like, there's there's some there's some guys you can easily attack this game over on Fandle.
0: Agreed. All right, Baria and Stripling the last one in the Battle of L.A. And, oh, look, I like Stripling as a pitcher, but, again, it's the efficiency. He's five-inning pitcher so far. So, you know, last year when he was going 6-7, that's different. When he's only going 5, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm not into it right now. Uh, so I, I'm going to make a hard pass here at seven, five. I don't think it's a terrible secondary arm tonight on DK, but on FanDuel, forget, it. I cannot do it. Uh, anything offensively you want to point out in this one, Are you looking for, uh, to spend up on a Cody Bellinger tonight, who's four, seven and five, eight respectively on the two big sites.
1: Yeah, I think he certainly can for Bria. I mean, an ERA, of 13.5, it's a small sample size, but that's his ERA on the road. Lefty's crushing him, righty's crushing him. So again, I mean, the same thing applies. Dodgers didn't pan out yesterday, but a 5.8 implied hey, well. total. That's yeah. I mean, we're running through all the teams here. That's the highest Look, that's Keller's the highest gonna, on the board.
0: And this is this is my I'm going I'm to beat the drum again for Keller. And Keller allows you to get Bellinger. Yep. Yeah. Especially with some of these guys that were cheaper. We just mentioned like Didi Gregorius, some of the guys we mentioned earlier uh, in that Mets stack that's that that are cheaper, like, Cano. there's there's so many ways you can do it. the free square of G- Curtis Granderson. This is cake. You can get Bellinger tonight just Agreed. by probably Granderson and Bellinger alone. You can probably make it work. Right.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. So you definitely can. There you and, have don't it. Ignore, All right. and don't ignore Upton on the other side. He had no. a three hits no. yesterday, hard contact, and he's pretty uh, affordable as well.
0: All right, speaking of hard contact, give me some of the, uh, the betting lines where you make some hard contact on those, huh?
1: Oh, yeah, let's oh, do yeah, it. Uh, I, think we could take so <laughs> I think we could take Washington all day. I know they're against Colorado, but I think we could at least take them with Patrick Corbin on the hill for sure. I like the Phillies. I like Vince Velasquez. I'm going to back him and the Phillies on the road. I'm going to continue to ride the over in Cincinnati and Milwaukee. A lot of runs there. I still like Suarez. I still like Puig against Chassin. Um You're going to have to pick the Astros by a couple runs. They're heavy favorites at home. Uh, I, I like the over and Texas today, so I think they can get to Mike Leake and you know Mike and Mike Miner hasn't been all that great, even though we do like him. I, I still think there'll be some runs scored in that game. Uh, moving right along, St. Louis again, another one. Let's go for the sweep against the Pirates, road dogs one more time. Cleveland on the road seems like a bit of a layup. The over in Minnesota and New York, get it now before it gets up to twelve, guys. It's at ten. Like get it now, and then let's go with Miami again over Chicago. All right,
0: I feel like I need to right the wrongs here for the last couple of days. So let's get after it. <laughs> and I know one whole day without yeah. picking a home run, it's, it's
1: Right it's the madness. wrongs.
0: Uh, what are you going to do? But let's like, right the wrong here. So it's time to call our shot here on the program. I'm going to go back to the same well that I, I should have gone to yesterday because I said he was mandatory. Again, yes. I use the word mandatory, and he did go yard. I didn't use him as my home run call. I should have. But I'm going to give him the benefit tonight. I'm going to go Didi Gregorius. He's going to go back-to-back nights against Jake Odorizzi now tonight. So that's where I'm calling my shot. How about you, Meany? Where are you calling your shot today?
1: Yeah, I'm staying in the same game. I'll go on the other side. And, and I'll take Nelson Cruz. Point. Yeah, I'll take Nelson Cruz against the lefty j Happ. I mean, both of these pitchers have given up a ton of home runs, not just this season, over their careers. So, it's yeah, it's hard not to go to this game for power.
0: All right, so like we said before, make sure you subscribe to this show and you rate and review us. If you look, if you've been listening and you've been doing well with this show, give us a five star review, please. Come on, yes. that's the least you can do. Yes. We want you all this money, and at the same time, go subscribe to the pre snap, get ready because football is coming, and the fantasy football black book is out on Amazon. Go get it today, and of course, go get that Line Star app. Download it, use it with us. We are one. We are Voltron. The Line Star app, the podcast on deck, and you. We form an unstoppable beast. That's what we do here. So you can follow us on Twitter at JoePizza17, at Chris Meany, and of course at Line Star App. And there's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on deck circle and into the batter's box, and go yard. We'll see you next time, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck podcast, brought to you by Line Star. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Mene.